Welcome back to Calling the State Champs with Chansey and Chi. This is Chansey, and that's Chi. Dude, that was, that was, I don't know if that was good or, it was a little rough. It was a little rough. <laughs> I tried. Hey, I just wanted, hey, Pat, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of get it in. I didn't know how to make it flow well. <laughs> Maybe next season I'll do the intro. <laughs> yeah. Probably a good idea. You can't no. give me this much control. Of this <laughs> Some, sometimes it's really good. Sometimes, you know, whatever. Uh, but, you know, is it good when you score 38 points and only give up seven by halftime? Is that good? Uh, I'm not a mathematician, but I crunch the numbers, and uh, that works out. <laughs> good, because uh, the dogs dogs dominated this past Saturday on Rivalry Weekend, which is still a word that I struggle to say. Uh, rivalry uh, weekend, uh, yeah, beating beating the techies, beating the nerds, forty five to twenty one, uh, and I, I don't know if you saw my Facebook status. I don't make a lot of statuses. I used to, it used to be a big thing, but I don't know if you saw the Facebook status. But I just kind of was like, hey, don't let the score fool you. This game was not anywhere close. They scored, you know, that last second touchdown. They had that one. I mean, I was upset that we had that one, t- gave up the kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, I think that was probably the b- b- biggest blemish on the day, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I mean, trust me, or not, you know, you, you were there, you saw, but, you know, we beat them by 24 points. It should have been by, like, 45 points. We should have scored, scored at the end right there. I don't know why they didn't give Fields the, the green light just to pour some more sugar on that uh, victory, but... Yeah, man. Looked pretty good. What'd you think about it? Uh, we beat Paul Johnson in retirement. That's how good mm. it was. The guy, mm-hmm. uh, as of today, it, he has retired. Uh, man, I haven't had that much fun in a tech game probably just from start to finish ever. I think from just – even last year, like, it was just kind of a methodical beatdown last year. Like, I don't know. It, to me, I just didn't have as much fun. This year, everything about it was just – our guys were having a good time. To me, the defense, like the way our defense played, and just that was more exciting to me than our offense. The way that our guys were just were just all over them the whole game. I mean, Ledbetter and, and DeAndre Walker had just insane games. Were all over the ball the whole game. Uh, I just had I had a fun time, man. I, just from from the first play to the last, and, and honestly, and I kind of. I, I was also pretty pissed about the, the kickoff return, but we have had so few opportunities for kickoff return coverage that I think that probably woke us up. That if for some reason that we need that we're we're going to have to have one this week, that uh, that was a, a priority uh, in in practice <laughs> to say the priority. least. <laughs> uh, because uh, because we really screwed the pooch on that one this week. But I mean, they and it was there was nothing fancy about it. The guy just saw a seam and he he made a play, uh, and we didn't cover it. But we really have not had many opportunities to cover kicks this year, and we really haven't been good at it when we had those opportunities. Uh, so I really think you have to you, you've got to just a Rod just got to kick it out of the back of the end zone. There's no there's every just, time just there's not really a question about it. Like we shouldn't even flirt with that, and we've been flirting with it for practice. But I, I think to me this game across the board, I, I was in the beginning of the second quarter, I was like. Uh, I was yelling 70. <laughs> I was just yelling 70 because I wanted to put 70 on them so bad. Uh, and we could have if we actually wanted to. Um, but when you don't really have to try after the after halftime, uh, it's a good feeling. 
It's real. Well, you were you were yelling seventy into the uh, into your your window there, uh, not not into the open air like us peasants that sit outside of the box. But it's so funny. I was actually, you know, I told you I was going back and listening to the games of the week so I can get our uh, our record straight. And uh, I we were talking about. I was like, yeah, well, you know, if you got some extra seats in the box, and you're like, well, I'm not going to sit in the box this weekend anyway. And lo and behold, uh, Chancy uh, Chancy gets in that box. So, <laughs> well, uh, I found out that I was going to be that I, I had an opportunity in the box uh, about 30 minutes before kickoff because <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh, I was planning on sitting in uh, in our our, our seats uh, in just sitting out there and I was going to be by myself because I literally, there was nobody that wanted to sit with me <laughs> and I was, and, and Sonia ended up, he and Morgan ended up sitting in our, in, in our seats. But, uh, I got a call from the, the guy in the boss. He's like, got one more spot you're in. And I'm like, I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> no, the funny thing. Yeah. You, you got the call 30 minutes beforehand, but you really only need 30 seconds. You know, yeah. it's like a, like a good night in bed, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, anyway, it, are we PG thirteen now? What are we now? What are we now? Whatever. Oh gosh! But needless to say, it was a fun game. Uh, even like even in the box, like everybody was just having a fun time. It was it was loud in there, and that might have just been me. But uh, it was it was really energetic. We had the whole stadium. It, there was really a good crowd. I mean, a lot of people were kind of oh, yeah. staffed, like stuck in the bookstore that area for like the whole game and then really at kickoff a crap ton of people were still trying to get in like everybody was because it was so cold everybody was waiting till uh till right towards the game but i mean it was a it was a really good crowd i i, I was surprised especially for coming off thanksgiving uh and just the whole atmosphere i thought was fun sounds like the uh kirby effect to me uh yeah we're just he's just putting putting butts in seats uh <laughs> the way i see it is the fact that the, I mean, really the the fraternity student section or the Greek student session, whatever, was that was even filled up for the most part. I mean, there was a, a few small spots, so it's like this is just. I mean, it used to never be like that when we were in college. Even when we had like 2012, that was you know that was a really good year. Even then, um, when we played Tech, it just you know not so much. Just not gonna not gonna fill up that section, or you know maybe not Tech, but like some of those smaller games. Um, I can't remember if we played them at home or not in 2012, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the game and what we saw. Uh, I just kind of want to start off my first negative, and maybe really the only negative from the game, in my opinion, is something we've already mentioned. But the special teams play was pretty poor uh, across the board. Uh, we we kicked that ball short, uh, then they took the opening kickoff return for them um, back, and then. Um, I think Rod, yeah, Rod still, he shot one out of the sideline side and got a penalty. Uh, and then, of course, Terry muffed that punt, and then they recovered uh, over in uh, the red zone. So things like that, um, first of all, I don't feel like we have really done all year. I feel like we've just, I mean, of all the things, of all the facets of the game that I felt like we had a leg up on Alabama, it was certainly special teams. And, I mean, even then, I mean, of course, I think our offense is really good and compared to them, and we'll get into that. But I think the special teams is really where we kind of separated ourselves. Um, but we really didn't look good coming out, uh, you know, the the week before the SEC championship. Um, I don't think it's something that's going to be a long-term situation. I'd, I'm not too worried about it this weekend. I really think that Rod's going to be on, man. He really just comes into play whenever – I mean, he really, like, 
you know becomes the championship kicker that he is uh, in these big games. So, um, yeah, that was kind of my first big negative is bad special teams play. But you know, I think you can kind of just kind of throw darts at the board in this situation and be like, man, I, you know, Tay Crowder had a hell of a day. Jake Fromm, a tremendous day. The best day, the best day, potentially his best game of the year. Uh, DeAndre and Elijah just picked up right where they left off. Walker had a great game. Uh, and then Ledbetter continues. I, I want to just keep harping on this guy because he was a guy that I came in, I think one of the first one or two episodes, I said he's going to be one of our weak links in the defense. And I think for really about four or five games, maybe maybe half the season, I really was like I was pretty unimpressed. It literally was like once we lost LSU – and I think this goes for a lot of people on the team, but I mean, I think Ledbetter is the easiest one to notice. But once we lost LSU and we started playing against Florida, and he just looked like he turned a corner, man. So I've been really proud of him. He he had a hell of a day. I mean, I think he had a pretty good stat line. Yeah, he led the team in tackles uh, last weekend. So um, there's a lot of different guys that we can point at. But I'll let you uh, kind of take off. See if there's any. Is there any other negatives you have or? I mean, not really, uh, because I mean, we took our guys out. Like I said, we took we really started pulling starters after halftime. I mean, we didn't. The guys were just having fun, man. I mean, you yeah. could tell like everybody was jazzed up. Like we we just we we had a sore taste, a sour taste in our mouth from from two years ago. Still, last time they played, I think there was a lot of animosity towards this group and. Um, and Kirby was even hinting after hitting at it after the game. He he's like, you know, basically he says if he's like, I hate playing this offense, and the way you stop having to play this offense is you beat this offense every year, and eventually you don't have to beat it anymore. And that's like basically that's how the the like that's how the sentence ends. And he's basically saying you beat Paul Johnson till he leaves, and that's exactly what we did. <laughs> it was like premonition, dude. I mean, I Kirby know. was Kirby was calling he's it, bro. A freaking prophet. Like it, he, the the way to me that was the. Because what you said, like what you said about Fromm, Fromm played a stellar game. I mean, just phenomenal. He was accurate. Uh, he was throwing the ball with serious velocity. Just that throw to to Holloman, that touchdown. Like what? What even was that? Like that? That the way where he put that? There wasn't a window. Like <laughs> he made he he made a way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he parted the Red Sea and 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 put it there. I don't know, but the it was an incredible throw. Everything he he did he did was phenomenal. The, the, our running game was was phenomenal, um, and our guys are just to me. I, I didn't but like you covered the negatives. I mean, but because really on every other point, everybody just woke up after LSU. Like mm-hmm. we 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 hadn't we had not been hit in the mouth yet. And we got punched in the mouth, and and, and our our post LSU play has been just it was where we wanted to be at the beginning of the year, and and yeah. and we're but we we didn't get tested, and we talked about this a bunch of times. We had Notre Dame as our second game of the season last year. We got punched in the mouth early, and we had to decide what kind of team we were going to be. And after LSU, we got punched in the mouth. And after the game, we decided that this is the team that we want to be. And and we found ourselves quickly. And we haven't really wavered from that. I mean, the way we've the way we've played against some of our our, our biggest 
rivals and, and the best teams that we've played the rest of the season, we've showed up and, and we've we've kicked we've kicked their ass. I mean, everybody, we, every team we've played up past LSU, we we've kicked their ass. And I've been telling everybody, I want LSU today. I want to suit up right now and play LSU because I know that we <laughs> that it would be fun. And, yeah. and 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 that's and to me that's the 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 mentality that I've got coming into this is I, is I think we're playing our best ball. I don't know if that's what I don't know if we've got enough to do it this weekend and we'll talk about that. But the way we played on Saturday, um, we showed our weak spots in special teams in kick coverage, and I think that by exposing that and Kirby talked about it. He's like, we're going to have, he, he says, we've been trying different stuff on the, on special teams, on kick coverage to, to actually like try and and test and and practice it and like actually do it. But we're obviously not good at it. So let's just not do it. (laughs) Let's just, let's boot it out of the end zone and let's just, let's leave it, leave it be. Well, it's it's a completely different thing, uh, kicking a ball to where, a Georgia Tech returner can return it uh, compared to an Alabama guy. I don't know. I, I honestly, so I was thinking about it earlier. I really, I've, I've seen Alabama play mostly in highlights, but I watched a good bit of the LSU game where they dominated LSU. And I think, um, you know, I really don't even know who their return guys are. But the funny thing is, they could put anybody back there. They could put a damn offensive tackle back there who probably runs like a four or five. <laughs> And he could probably do a pretty good job. So it doesn't really matter. I don't care who we're playing. And obviously we're about to play the number one team in the country uh, who is considered to be a juggernaut. It doesn't matter who's back there. Just kick it out of the back of the end zone and then let your defense come out on the field. So I, I did want to bring up a point. I've been I've been thinking about this a little bit and kind of pondering this situation. And, and, and one, I just want to say, like, Holy cow, we've made it. This is two years in a row making back to the SEC championship. Like, we got a hell of an opportunity this weekend. We'll get a little bit more into that. But what I want to think, I mean, what I've been thinking about is it feels a lot like one of my favorite seasons of Georgia football. Uh, we didn't win anything uh, except for, uh, of note, except for the Sugar Bowl. I'm sorry, we didn't win the SEC. So. You know, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, we may have potentially gone to the uh, national championship this year. But 2007, I'm sure you remember very well, we played Vanderbilt in the middle of the season. And we beat them on a last-minute field goal. And uh, Rick got upset because some players were stomping on the Vanderbilt V uh, in midfield. And there was a a little bit of tenacity there. And then the next week we had Florida. I think Florida was ranked pretty high. uh, And, you know, of course they had Tebow and... I don't think anybody really gave us much of a shot. And then we beat the hell out of Florida and then won out from from there on for the, throughout the rest of the year. And then we should have gone to the SEC Championship if Tennessee had lost one more game. And I think we would have we would definitely beaten um, – who was it, who was it that, that year? I think it was LSU, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was LSU because they won the national championship, of course. So anyway – that is all to say. I feel like there's like this this turning point was Florida game again this year, and it feels so similar to 2007. I I think that this squad is like very significantly more talented, <laughs> I, and, which is crazy because that 2017 was was really good on offense, but the the defense was like the defense was really good, but they had there were some no names on that team. I mean, it was just you look at the team top to bottom. I was like. Who the hell are some of these people? Of course, like Rennie Curran was on there. He's an all-timer bulldog. Uh, you know, there's some, there's some, there's some all-timers on both of those teams on both sides of the ball. But uh, 
I just really feel like there there was this turning point. I'm I'm starting to feel the boys are starting to buy in. You can kind of feel this momentum, and of course, like you said, we've been kind of smacking everybody around since we lost LSU. I'm I'm liking it, and I want to see I want to see what this this you know product's going to be this weekend. Yeah, uh, we're. We're, we're there, and I was just I was t- telling you before before we got going, man. I I haven't been this jazzed in a while. Like this is this has just gotten me pumped up. Just the way we've been playing, and, like, and I mean, and I was pumped. I, I was, and it was a little different uh, last year because Auburn just they rung our bell so late in the season. It was like, did we have a did we have a prayer? Like we hadn't had this momentum go. We didn't have this momentum going the end of the SEC championship game. But we, but the difference between that 07 team and us is that we control our destiny. Uh, we've put ourselves in a position that we're, we dictate how our season goes. And if you win, you're in, uh, at that, at that, that year, we had to have all the stars align in a certain way. We had to have Pitt beat West Virginia in that, in that weird game. Yeah. And like, I I remember exactly where I was. I was at my buddy's house. I remember where I was sitting. We were watching that game and we had all the stars even aligned the way we needed them to. And we still didn't get in. (laughs) And so for us, I mean, if, if you win, you're in. And I, I think that, but we, that, and obviously this is a different, SEC East than, than back then, but um, but we're we're dictating our seasons now, and, and that's a new thing for us too. Um, sure, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we don't need Tennessee to lose any more games because they probably can't. <laughs> They've lost too many as it is. Uh, but I, to to me, it's just I haven't had I haven't had fun like this in a while. I mean, obviously I had fun last year. But but to get this team and to kind of us have that this that upwards trajectory for the entire season and kind of get to this point that we're at now, uh, this is fun and, and and I just want I want our best game on Saturday. That that's what that's what it's kind of coming down to for me. It's like we're we we've we've proven ourselves and like I just want to go against another big team and, and play. Just get give it everything we got. Don't do stupid crap like all this kind of stuff. Like play. I want to take that momentum we had from this past weekend and roll into that we're a good team and we're just, we're going to give it our best shot. Nobody's given us much of a shot to, to pull this off. Um, but but we've, we've got – man, it's just tough to think about that we've got a chance two years in a row to go to the college football playoff. Like, we, we dictate that. Well, I said at the beginning of the year, I really did not – think that this team would 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 be able to like be in contention like they are right now and and we can kind of get more into uh, i i think we uh, you know i put it on the outline but basically like after you know after we talk about alabama we can kind of look more in depth into the playoff picture and how we uh, may may fit in there even if we potentially lose this weekend uh there's there's a, a potential that that happens but um I really did not expect this out of this team, and I really thought that this front seven on the defense was going to be, you know, was not going to be strong enough. And I think some players, some players have have proved me right. Some players have have stepped up and proved me wrong. And that's, I mean, that's really kind of the nature of the beast in this situation. Uh, I think overall we've we've been growing and growing, especially since that Florida game. So I'm 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 thinking, man. I mean, I I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have this opportunity. And if we play Bama close, and I mean, look, I'm always going to be like 
Let's beat their ass. I'm never going to say, uh, you know, if we lose this game, we can maybe make it to the Sugar Bowl. I don't give a shit about the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. I don't. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice. Whatever. But what does that mean? It means nothing in the grand scheme of things. I want to beat Alabama this weekend. I was going to say this later, but i say it now. So, anyway. <laughs> you can say it now. I'll let you say it now. <laughs> okay, so what are, so, uh, so how are we looking uh, How are we looking injury-wise? Do you have a list of our injuries uh, coming into this weekend? Yeah. I don't know. I have much of a list. I got a mental – I got some mental notes, uh, which sometimes don't work very well. Uh, this this – Episode of the podcast is brought to you by Maker's Mark uh, and Jen, and Ginger. Uh, Ch- uh, Chancy is Chancy's sitting in his uh, uh, father's desk right now, so I don't know. He's not he's he's not allowed to have any bourbon right now, but uh, cheese uh, cheese got a little bourbon. I had it before. Anyway, I had it before I got here. You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. Um, but anyway, so I am uh, I'm gonna try to do my best on these mental notes. But basically, Cade Mays. I think it's still questionable for the game. Uh, Hawkins Muckle may be still back. I mean, he may be back this weekend, uh, which would be a huge addition to that to that front seven, um, specifically, you know, stuff in that middle of that line. We're going to have to be rotating bodies all the time anyway. So, uh, you know, the more bodies we have, the better. Uh, and then also, who else? Robert Bale, uh, he got knocked out by that piece of crap. Uh, he was number, what, 25? Is that right? For Georgia Tech, I mean, he literally just like destroyed Beal and like on a kickoff. So Beal's supposed to be out apparently. And um, is there anybody that's Kendall Baker? I think is still kind of nursing his knee. And then um, I believe, I believe Ben Cleveland should be okay to go. And I really hope so. But at the same time, I don't even know if he would start if he's ready to go this weekend because I'm pretty sure they just want to keep this continuity. Uh, with these guys that we got going on, so uh, that's that's your quick rundown on the injury report. Yeah, I, I, surprisingly, I mean, even throughout these injuries, because we've had a ton. I mean, we're like I said, we're building that momentum with the, the kind of the unit we've got, and so I think, yeah, I kind of I'm kind of with you. He probably he probably wouldn't. Ben Cleveland wouldn't. Um, so, I mean, this is the team we got, and and I'm, I think we're I think we're in a we're in a good spot. So everybody's kind of. Hitting their, hitting their stride at the right time. Hey, before we move on to Alabama, I want to just bring up one quick point that I thought was a really good positive from the Tech game, and then we can move on. But I just kind of want to say that the fact that our newcomers, like our young uh, players, especially on defense, were able to get in there for basically a quarter and a half against Georgia Tech, we saw my dream team of linebackers across the board, Adam Anderson, Quay Walker, Channing Tindall and uh, Brenton Cox line up on, uh, together, and I was shaking. I was so excited to just see that, and of course, like they, you know, ended up giving up a touchdown, but uh, they looked really good uh, out there, and I think that we got a very promising future, as you all know. So, anyway, just wanted to say that real quick. Uh, you're gonna get what's your what's your opening thoughts on Alabama? What's your, how are you feeling coming into this game right now? My 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 personal. My, I was kind of telling you before we started. It's like right now I'm all pumped up and I'm happy, and like by the end of tomorrow I'll be a nervous wreck and <laughs> mm-hmm. and won't be able to function well. Uh, but I mean, and we've known that we're going to play Alabama for a while now, uh, and even before we officially knew that we were going to play Alabama, you had a good 
you had a real good feeling that this was we were going to play Alabama. Yeah. And so I, I I've been watching them as we've kind of been going and a couple things come to my mind is they're a they're they're just a complete team. Uh, this is not typical Nick Saban team that they're they're a they're a throw first offense. Uh, they're a pass first offense, which I don't know if Nick Saban has ever had uh, willingly anyway. And like against uh, Auburn, uh, every touchdown either was a pass or two a ran it in. They had no rushing touchdowns against Auburn. Like that's and that was through the whole through the whole game. So to to me, they're they're just a whole different unit. And, and um, but at, at the same time, I don't think they've played a team like us because I think we'll prob- we will be the most complete team from top to bottom that they've played. Uh, so for me, I think we present new challenges for them. But I, I think we obviously haven't played a passing attack like them yet at, at, at all. So, I mean, I don't even know if our secondary – I mean, you got teams like Missouri and stuff that they throw, but nobody with the, the caliber offensive line and, and the caliber of receivers that Alabama has, I mean, every guy they – they have is a potential just huge playmaker um so for me it's it the our our only our our best shot at winning this game is don't do stupid stuff and (laughs) because i mean that's the kind of stuff that that just screws you up like a a dumb pass interference or 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 a turnover in the red zone or, or something like that that we've done before and and just maximizing on our opportunities. We're going to have to have the ball bounce our way a couple of times in some major situations. Uh, but, I mean, to me, it's like the, the, if we give them our best shot, we, we've got a shot in, in my mind. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my kind of just 30,000-foot view. Well, 30,000-foot view. So the the way I look at it is, uh, you know, everybody's coming in in this game. I don't think there's many people around the country that are giving us much of a chance. Uh, and then also something that we'll get into later. But, I mean, we have several fan bases that are rooting against us, too. I, I think it works out best for almost everybody who's trying to get into the playoff in the back door that Alabama wins, which sucks. I don't want people, you know, given I think the majority of the country is still rooting for the underdog in this situation, wants to see Alabama go down, but they probably don't realize that they probably could sneak in the back and be a number four anyway. So um, the way I see it is I, I, there's so many people that are thinking that this team is invincible. Uh, they haven't been tested this entire year. And I say that, I mean, they played a decent Auburn team that we also beat the crap out of. Uh, they beat LSU. I think the biggest deciding, uh, you know, statistic in terms of scoring that they did, they they held LSU and Mississippi State to zero points in back-to-back weeks, and those are two. And LSU's not. I mean, of course, they scored 36 on us, but that's not that big of a feat. But then Mississippi State has really been running up the score against everybody else uh, this second half of the week. I mean, second half of the season. So. I mean, then you look at it. Texas A&M gave a little bit of of, uh, of a fight. Uh, Arkansas scored thirty one on them. I, it's just really nobody has really even come close to beating this team this year. I truly think that they are the most dominant team that we've seen from Alabama uh, potentially in the past decade, which is saying a lot. And it comes down to what you were talking about earlier. This is a different dynamic. They're they're kind of a they're definitely a. Tua has made them a little bit more pass-heavy uh, 
and they haven't had run on their on their uh, excuse me lean on their running backs for that much. So I mean, you look at their running back stats. I mean, they've got our 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 two running backs both have more yards than their number one running back. I mean, Damian Harris, Najee Harris, uh, and Josh Jacobs have kind of been splitting the carries for the most part. Um, Josh Jacobs is kind of the bruiser. Uh, Najee Harris is like what six four, two fifty or something like that too. He's huge. The guy's massive. Uh, but they uh, they they've kind of been splitting carries between the three headed monster uh, a little bit more than we have. You know, kind of landing on Swift and uh, and uh, Elijah. But anyway, so that we've we've outgained them over the year uh, by several hundred yards. Which is interesting. Uh, I don't know how many times that's been the case in the past few years. So um, they're not invincible. I, I think about, yeah, you know, I don't know how many people are going to really, you know, know what I'm talking about in this analogy, but that uh, scene in 300 <laughs> where, uh, where he says, Immortals, yeah, we'll, we'll put their name to the test. That's kind of how I feel about these teams. It's like, look, everybody's just been pumping, pumping so much. Like we're the best, we are uh, gonna dominate Georgia. And, you know they they gave us a I think this game opened up at ten and a half spread. People have bumped it up to like thirteen and a half. Uh, nobody's giving us a shot. Uh, they're they're invincible. They're immortal. Whatever. And uh, all, all, all I'm all I'm wanting is uh, just a little little David. You know, come in there. Let's take him down, baby. It, it don't it don't take that much. Let's just have more heart than these guys. We watched that hype video, man. Ooh, and that kind of, how about that? that got me, got me worked up. Yeah, I mean, my my thing is, is we're the we're going to be by far the best offense that they've played, uh, and I think we'll be able to, to, well, we will have to put up some points on them, um, and that that's kind of my my hope is that we're kind of clicking on all cylinders on offense, and that our our line can can make enough holes to give Swift and Elijah some, some running room um, because I, I feel like we've got to have some success running the ball. I, I, if it gets into Fromm's hands, I mean, I think he can move the ball down the field, uh, but but we've got to be able to be somewhat balanced, uh, I feel like, to have a have a good shot in, in this game. Uh, and, and I'm just hoping that we're one of the best teams that they've, that they've played uh, to – one of the best teams that they've, or I know we are the best, one of the best teams they've played, but just kind of the best all-around teams and giving them a full look that they really haven't seen. Because when you go play LSU, if you do what you're, if you do what you're supposed to do and stop the run, which we obviously didn't do, you put the hand in Joe or the game in Joe Burrow's hands and you win. Uh, and when you do that, and same thing with Auburn, if you give it, if you put it in Stidham's hands, you're going to win. Um, for us, if you put it in Fromm's hands, we've got weapons, and we can we can spread the ball out. We can actually do something with that. Um, I'm I'm definitely with you. I don't think they're invincible, um, but I think that they're just they don't screw up a lot. I mean, and even even with Tua, like even he's not even though he's not really a runner on paper. I mean all of his runs that he's had this season are like for like 30, 40 yards. Like somehow he breaks on these long, like he gets out of the pocket and he just takes off down the field and gets 30, 40 yards at a time. Um, so, so for me, I think if we can have good offense and, and we've got to figure out a way to get to him, um, get, get to the quarterback and, and try to disrupt him. I mean, that's, that's our really our only shot and on, on the defense to, to make, 
moves in my opinion. That's kind of the easy thing to go to. But we've got to we've got to shake him up somehow. He he cannot have time to. He literally only needs like two seconds. His throwing motion is insane. He's the most like compact. He has the most compact throwing motion of anybody I've ever seen, and he can flick it forty yards like in two seconds. I mean, yeah. And, and I don't know everything. All their passes are just like deep bombs. I guess it's this Alabama team is so weird. <laughs> I'm not used to this. Yeah, I, there. This is this is definitely a the most di- at least the very the most dynamic Alabama football team that we've seen. Most of the, most of the time, they're very uh, lenient on the run. The so did you watch that video that I sent out on our group text about uh, Elijah Holyfield and he's answering those questions? They ask him if he's intimidated, and he's it. He just said, "Nah, nah." Like, there's no smirk on his face either. It's not like he's like. Uh, dude, of course not. Or like, you know, I'm I've got a like big ego, so like, you know, whatever. No, it, he's just like, nah, this is another game. We look at ourselves as a competitor. You know, we we're we're gonna be one of those guys that's contending with Alabama week in week or excuse me, year in year out. I'm not intimidated by them. And also, Elijah Holyfield, first of all. He's the opposite of having an ego. The guy's the guy's awesome, hell of a team player. Uh, but I mean, who's who is he going to be intimidated by? His biceps are the size of my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I think Elijah Holyfield can kind of. I mean, he can literally slug it out with the best of them, kind of thing. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how Swift and Holyfield go in this game. I just really, really, am, I'm a little concerned about our guards in this game. I think Lamont's going to hold it down. I think he he can he's certainly capable of doing so. I I really feel really comfortable with our in, our excuse me our tackles, but I'm a little concerned about the fact that we're going to be potentially starting a true freshman in Trey Hill at right guard in this game. I think Trey Hill's probably bigger than half the guards that probably probably all of the guards they've seen this entire year. <laughs> that boy's big. Uh, but it doesn't, you know, what the experience factor is, is going to come into play. There's no doubt about it. Uh, thankfully, he's been here since last spring, so it's a little bit different of story than him, you know, coming in like Jamari did uh, at the end of the summer. Uh, but <clears throat> I'm really just hoping that we can get a big game out of him and Solomon Kenley. Uh, Kenley's been proving me wrong, I think, a lot lately, and the fact that they've kept him there uh, since. Uh, since he's kind of claimed that spot, <clears throat> like earlier in the season, I, I, you know, I think it's kind of just showing that he, they're very comfortable with him being in that left guard spot. So, man, if we can hold up and and create a seam, we don't even have to make these gaping holes. We just need a seam that he that Elijah and Swift can get through. And if they get past that first level of the defense and get four or five yards, um, you know, and, I mean, f- two five yard plays makes a first down, right? That's why you got to look at it. So, I need a big game out of them. I'm I'm starting to like sitting down, and like thinking about it, and like thinking about last year, you know, being in the national championship and just seeing what happened, and you know, thinking about us playing Alabama again just makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> uh, but you know, thankfully, I, I've just got so much faith in these guys, and like you know, some of our playmakers. We got a ton of playmakers. That we have like found these team leaders over the past few weeks since the Florida game. I think Ledbetter stepped up. He's starting to be more vocal. I think guys like Terry Godwin. I mean, Jake Fromm, I I noticed that <clears> – <throat> I don't know if he just started doing this or it's just 
something I've just recently noticed. But you know, every time they're on the sidelines, whenever the defense is on the field, he's got his offensive line. Sam Pittman is sitting right there on the knee, and Jake Fromm sitting right there next to him. They're talking things over. They're game planning. I mean, you got to be ready for every single thing that Alabama is going to throw at you, and be a student of the game in the middle of a game. So anyway, I've I've been really impressed with with how Fromm has handled all this stuff, especially with Fields being the athlete that he is. I think we're going to have to put Fields in in certain situations that we're going to – I mean, hell, I mean, every third and short, and by third and short, I mean third and one or less, I wouldn't mind seeing Fields in there pretty much every time. I just think it just gives us an opportunity to either push the ball outside with his speed or uh, gives us an opportunity to just run the ball at the middle uh, on a little QB sneak, even out of the shotgun, so – Man, I'm I'm looking forward to the game. It's just I'm starting to get a little nervous already right now. I, I know you kind of said the same thing earlier. Well, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm even though I'm kind of I'm jazzed up right now. I'm pretty hyped. I'm I'm still, I'm still terrified at the same time. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, this is a this is a huge game, man. And I mean, and I think my thing is is like on on the fields thing for me. My, my my hope is that we have he, he has shown that he's a phenomenal playmaker and that he's got the the, the skills but we just don't need to give him a lot of decision making <laughs> uh kind of uh, yeah. it all needs to be pretty predetermined for him at this point uh, especially against this team uh, but really my my biggest concern right now is our secondary our complete secondary against their receivers um because, like I said, we haven't been tested a ton, and that's that's the one area that I think that we have the most chance to shine. That I think we've kind of been doubted in a lot of ways and haven't really been tested. But I think we've got the athletes to make it happen. But our problem is we can't have DeAndre Baker on both sides of the field, and, and so that's my that's my fear is that we we get exposed with some of these receivers they've got. They they're just big. They're big, strong, and fast. Three very important things you need to be a receiver, and they're really good at all of those. <laughs> uh, so, pretty much uh, like important things that you need for like any football player. So <laughs> huh, big, huh, strong, and funny. fast. It's crazy that they're big. undefeated and killing everyone they play. Um, yeah, because they're bigger and faster and stronger than everybody, and they just don't they just don't screw up. And so that that we we've got to be on our A game. We just can't can't do dumb things and and, and really have to defensively defensively I think we can we can get to Tua some I don't think we're, it's going to be one of those things that we live in the backfield uh by any means but I think that we've got our guys are kind of hitting that that they're hitting their stride now like we talked about and I think Walker and uh and Ledbetter will have some opportunities and make some plays back there um for some tackles for a loss but um we're gonna have to put up points I mean my 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 personal feeling is that we're gonna have to put up I feel like at least 30. Uh, I mean, to me, that that might be a lot, but to me, I feel like if you kind of look at what they've done all season, they've pretty much scored. I mean, LSU, they scored 29, but, I mean, I feel like you've got to put up that many points just to, just to be – I mean, not comfortable, but nobody's done any – like really has done that. And so, I mean, I feel like we, that's kind of the number that I'm thinking, really that 28 – to 30 to feel comfortable because they're, they're gonna they're gonna score on us I feel like I mean I just don't think you can you can get around it they've got too many playmakers and I just don't think we can just shut them down the way we've done everybody else, like a lot of other teams this season 
let me give you two numbers here real quick. Uh, number two and number three. Do you know what those are for? No. <laughs> <laughs> they are number two in the country in points per game at 49 points per game. They're number three in the country in opposing points per game at 13.8 points per game. That's pretty damn good. I, of course, we can go back and we can look at their schedule. There's been some some games they played that's just kind of been like, ah, eh, you know, not too impressed by that situation. But there's also plenty of games on our schedule. You could say the same thing. I think they've beaten the hell out of every opponent that they were supposed to beat it really badly. So I don't know. The, you know, whenever I look at this game, I just think you know. I think I mentioned this last week, but. I think we, there's a chance that with this team that we got this momentum going right now, and where players are, are playing to the you know utmost of their talent level, I think there's a chance that we could beat them two out of ten games, uh, you know, in a in a given ten game series, and I think that's better than it was. Or, you know, I think there's a chance that earlier in the year it was like zero out of ten kind of thing, but we've gotten better and better. Uh, they're not invincible. We just have to play our best game, mistake free. I mean, the team that plays, the, you know, makes the least mistakes and plays better uh, wins the ball game. So I don't know. I, I think there's plenty of different things you can look at in terms of our weaknesses. I think there's plenty of things on both sides of the ball. Number one, I wanted to highlight was I think that they're going to pick on uh, number two a lot, and that scares me. I think he's been a pretty clear. Uh, and I love I love Richie. I, I I hate that he's kind of turned into this guy who's I don't know somewhat of a scapegoat in the situation. But he really has been playing so poorly lately. I mean, there was a game. I mean, there's a play I watched against Georgia Tech uh, whenever I was kind of like doing some research for this podcast, and it was kind of a you know stretch. They're stretching the ball out. They're going towards the sideline. Of course, they're running the football. Uh, but somebody, uh, I think it was Tyreek, turned the player back into the inside, and DeAndre Walker was coming. He was about to mow him down, but at the same time, Richie throws a shoulder into him. There's no, he's not even looking at the guy. He literally is looking sideways, trying to throw a shoulder, and DeAndre actually makes the tackle and wraps up on the guy. I've just seen that time and time again from this number two. He's just got to keep his eyes on on the ball carrier. Don't throw your shoulder. That's what Rashad Jones did against Georgia Tech back in the day. You know what happened? He old boy ran for the for like a sixty yard, seventy yard touchdown. You got to watch the ball, man. You got to keep your eyes on the ball carrier. Put him on the ground. Wrap up. Put him on the ground. And and that's I mean, as simple as that. Richie's capable of doing it. He's just got to be more disciplined, and he's just not doing it right now. So it scares me. But you know, of course, that's why we're seeing more of Otis Reese out there. So. I hope Kirby has their boys ready. I I know you're kind of saying you're getting jazzed up, but now the more I talk about it, the more I'm just like <laughs> scared. <laughs> well, then that's that's my thing is it's it's all potential. I mean that that's that's the that's the the, the thing here is that this is this is all um our our we're capable of doing this. We're capable right. of doing these things. Does not mean we are going to. Uh, we've that, and that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Doing stupid stuff, aka not tackling, like, like technique, like wrap him up. Take your arms, make them big, and then wrap them around the the 
the person and yeah. <laughs> like and drive your shoulder yeah into i mean and we put it in this guy yeah i mean and, and that that kind of stuff that those and those are the plays that we got bit on all season long and it was right. just dumb stuff and it's if you if you fix those things you're in good shape and, and i well th- what, what's it what what play burned us last year for the for the national championship what play did we lose on mm-hmm. there was no help over top save the safety Bless him, Dominic Sanders. I know he's got a ton of interceptions. I don't really care. Old boy was out. Like he was was he even playing? I don't know. We're not going to go back and and like and, and you know analyze this entire series. But you but, bring up a good example yeah. <laughs> of not doing your job. If everybody does their job, we're in a we're in a good spot. I mean, I I feel right. confident that we can make this we can make this a game and i and i I agree with you in terms of number one out of five i I feel pretty good about that i mean i feel like that's probably a pretty solid guess maybe maybe even a little closer to two um if all of our guys do their job but we haven't we, we haven't done it yet and so that my my thing is is if we got to if we can clean up those things because that's what alabama's been doing they've played these cupcake teams but Tua didn't play in the in the fourth quarter until LSU, right? I mean, I think it was the LSU game. Something like, like that. Like he yeah. had he didn't even play in the game until the he didn't play in the fourth quarter. He hadn't seen the fourth quarter. He's a Heisman candidate, and he hadn't seen the fourth quarter until the LSU game because they just they didn't screw up. Like even against these cupcake teams, they were just beating them. They weren't giving them a, a, a breath of fresh air from the beginning. Whatever, dude. Citadel, uh, Citadel was tied with them at 10-10 and a half, man. <laughs> that's having a great time watching that. <laughs> yeah. But but that's but that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff it's like you just have to play I mean and, and we're we're just we're saying just have to do this, just have to do that. I mean, this is all huge stuff. But you have to play I mean, you, you got to play we got to play a flawless game. I mean, and and, and I'm hoping that us being a more complete team is going to force them into situations that they're not that they're not that they haven't been in this year and the, therein lies some opportunities for us to expose something that maybe they haven't been exposed like they haven't had to expose so far so maybe our passing attack being the best that it, they've seen so far shows some weaknesses to them or or that our the way we run the ball is different than uh, or that our backs are different than the backs that they've played up until this point, um, and maybe we in that in that way can can expose some weaknesses. But we've all I mean we we've got to have a great first half because Saban just how we love Kirby's second half adjustments. Saban invented second half adjustments, and he is going to whatever happens in the second half is going to be they're going to be a better team than when they started the game and you just you just have to know that's going to happen and so for us we've got we've got to come out the gate swinging but not swinging out of our mind but just we got to come out the gate ready ready to start throwing some punches um but the way that we know how to throw punches and not nothing not getting faint and i don't i think kirby has he knows now we don't we're not going to get fancy in this game we're gonna play our brand of ball, and that's it. Like we're none of the, there won't be trick plays and all this kind of stuff. We may open up the playbook, but it's gonna be the type of football that you've seen from us up until this point. Right, and and one of the you know pillars that he coaches on, we just need that composure, man. It's like you, exactly what you're saying right now. 
We just got to keep that composure, keep our game plan, play our game plan, and eventually we'll start to wear them down, which is like kind of a thought that like people don't think ever think about Alabama. But if you if you do what we do against opponents, then we will. I mean, if if we keep after it and we start to see small victories, small victory after small victory, I mean, eventually we'll start to wear these guys down. I, there's no doubt in my mind that we are physically, you know, we we have the endurance to to play with them for 60 minutes. You know, we we have the ability, we have the talent level to play with them for 60 minutes. We just gotta have the want to. We gotta have the coaching on the sidelines, and we gotta have a hell of a game plan. <laughs> Uh, I just I, I think that if we kind of limit our mistakes or hell if we just have zero mistakes that'd be fine with me. But um, no, I think we just got to limit our mistakes. I mean, so last year Alabama last game of the re- regular season lost by two touchdowns against Auburn. Uh, given it was injured and hair, it's a little bit different um, different surroundings, different setting. But they w- wound up, you know destroying Clemson, and then they beat us in the national championship game. I think everybody knew that we were, after they beat us, they knew that we were the second best team in the country. I don't think anybody's going to dispute that. But Auburn also went on to lose to UCF. Auburn beat the crap out of us. We beat them in the SEC championship. This is what makes college football beautiful. But Alabama just showed last year that even with a dominant squad, you can still lose to anybody on any given day with the exception of like a citadel but whatever <laughs> so i i'm just not i'm just not buying into this whole they're gonna beat us by two touchdowns i'm not buying into you know the them like not even letting us in the ball game kind of thing i fully expect us to come on come out with our hard hats on get to work and and make sure you know people know that we were meant to be there in this game so i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to it it's gonna be a battle Number, I mean, the bottom line. I just want to kick their ass. Let's do it. Mm. Can't couldn't have, couldn't have said it better. Let's just show up. <laughs> Let's just play some ball. Um, hey guys, <laughs> we're here. We're here. Um, yeah, with you, with you, my man. Well, it's uh, you know, I we don't even have to get into the statistics, you know, and all that stuff. All we got to know is, uh, we play Alabama this weekend. If you're not pumped about it. Not talking to you. I know you're pumped about it, but if our listeners, which are you know what, ten people, twenty people? No, I'm kidding. I think I think there's more than that. There's definitely more than that. Uh, no, if uh, if you're not pumped out about it, then something's wrong with you. And if you're not believing in this football team, then you need to best start believing because whenever we're uh, heading to the CFP after this weekend, uh, and you're like still dumbfounded, uh, you, you're gonna listen to this podcast again next week, and we're gonna be like, "Told you so." No, you. I told you. You went so. there. He went all the way there. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not predicting anything. I'm just saying, you know, hypothetically. Hypotheticals. Hypotheticals. Uh, you know, I didn't. I don't mean to overstep my boundaries and get into our superstitions or anything like that. Just want to say, listen, to your boys. Let's have a little faith in this ball team. Well, uh, I wanted to. Uh, so I. It's funny that you were kind of mentioning earlier that the whole country was kind of behind. Uh, or that there are a lot of people that are behind Alabama because us losing is their shot. And I actually had a, one of my Oklahoma buddies was texting me <laughs> right when, <laughs> right before we got started. And he's kind of been texting me throughout the day. Like, like how, how are y'all going to pull this off? And he's like, 
I need, and then he kind of snuck it in there. He's like, I want y'all to win, but uh, I need y'all to beat Alabama by like 40 <laughs> for both of us to get. <laughs> I'm like, uh, sorry, dude, but <laughs> don't feel too confident about that. But it's, really, it's, lo- really, it's along yeah. those same lines. I mean, we're, we're the, we're the team that, uh, we can kind of screw this up for everybody. I mean, we're the we're the ones that can uh, keep keep everybody else out because right now that that number four spot is a uh, is ripe for the taking. Um, I mean, we've got it now, but I mean, obviously that all kind of goes up in smoke uh, here yeah. here uh, yeah, yeah. after championship weekend. So yeah, I mean, you look around. So basically, there's the this the contenders at this point in the season. There's, uh, let's see, seven. Yeah, there's there's only seven people, I mean, seven teams left that have a potential to have one of those spots. Two of the spots, in my opinion, and I think in yours probably too, are taken. Notre Dame is is a shoo-in. It doesn't matter if they have a championship game or not. They ran ran the gamut. I mean, they, they beat every team that they were supposed to. Uh, so they're 12-0. They're going to keep one of those spots. Clemson, if they lose to Pittsburgh this weekend, uh, then... I don't know what life is, you know, at this point. <laughs> They're not going to lose to Pittsburgh this weekend. Uh, that spread is like 28 points now. It's unbelievable. So Clemson's in. Basically, it's it's like, okay, well, if we beat Alabama, we're definitely in. There's no doubt about it. If Alabama loses, there's still very much potential that they could get that that fourth spot. So, and, and you know, if, if that's the case, then... You know, regardless, Oklahoma and Ohio State are really trying to are vying for that fourth spot too. They have Oklahoma at number five this week. You know, heading into this weekend, which is huge. If they ranked them at number five coming into it, um, I think they're really holding it against Ohio State that they lost to Purdue by what twenty nine points. Oh, is yeah. that they right? They got d- obliterated by them. Uh, obliterated, and then the uh, dark horse who. I think, unfortunately, is going to be uh, held out of the picture because their starting quarterback uh, went down, but UCF is the only other team that could potentially make the playoff. So Michigan's out of it, no doubt about it. Florida and LSU, Washington, Washington State's out of it. You know, all those teams that we thought coming into this weekend could, and then they lost. And so, anyway, uh, what's what's your take on that? What's your scenario here? Well, I mean, for us, like you said, if we win, we're if we if we win, we're in. So I mean, we technically control our destiny. Uh, obviously, since we're we're ranked number four this week, uh, the the committee likes they see our trajectory. They 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 are seeing our momentum going up, and they have I think they have we have appropriately moved uh, up in the rankings. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think even with an Ohio State game, the way that they the way that they so I mean I guess now you have to look it really it really depends on so for us to me I think if our game with Alabama goes into the like late like last couple drives maybe even the last drive of the game but we're still in contention if but if we have a repeat of the national championship I feel pretty confident that we'll be in that fourth spot I really don't think that they'll let it, it and unless and then if like the Oklahoma um, if the Oklahoma Texas game is close again, and our game with Alabama is close again, and if for some reason we did lose, I I feel that there's still a shot that we 
we keep that fourth spot. If we play with the number one team like a top four team, I still think we have a well, shot. It, if we if we play them close and lose, and then Ohio State and Oklahoma somehow lose, then we'll definitely take the fourth. Oh spot. yeah, well then, that's like then that, we're that's in, like yeah. best case scenario. Right. But I think even yeah. but I think even if Ohio State win, I mean because they're playing Northwestern, so I mean for them, t- to me if even if they win and they win well, we lose to Alabama or we lose to Alabama close, I still feel good about our chances. Because we then have only lost. Because what's LSU ranked? I don't have the rankings in front of me. What are they? What are they ranked right now? I'm looking. Uh, number ten. Number ten. So even now, our only loss came to a top ten team. And right. uh, so, for me, that that's our. And, and all a lot of we've had a lot of top twenty five wins. I mean, to to me, I think we've still got a good shot of still going in in that scenario. The only thing there is if Oklahoma, if they win pretty handily, which I think they're capable of doing this week, uh, I think that kind of the, – the first Red River shootout, Red River shootout was – I did the same thing you did. Um, the first one was uh, was close. I, I feel pretty confident Oklahoma's going to probably beat them. I mean, I think they could beat them. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I think they got a shot of beating them pretty well this week. Um, but that's whatever. But if, if they do that, then I think that they they have the potential to jump us. If we even Whether we lose close to Alabama or not, I mean, I think that to me it's just going to be how the committee views the game. If they think that we just – we didn't have really we didn't show many flaws and we just we just got beat like we were just it was two heavyweight teams going at it but right. I, that that's kind of that's kind of my that's the real hopeful scenario for for, for us to get, to get in at that point but yeah. i mean I, yeah. I think that's I mean, really our own i mean obviously you want Oklahoma and Ohio State to lose um for us to get in but that still then we're we're kind of a lot this could go a lot of ways i mean this could be real it could this could get real hairy i the ideal number one scenario is we win we beat alabama at, at least handily by like a touchdown or 10 points or something like that we beat alabama and then oklahoma destroys texas and just has like you know a really good resume coming in off of this last week to keep alabama out that is absolutely the ideal scenario because I really do think that they're going to sit back and say, okay, do we want another SEC matchup again this year? But at the same time, uh, you know, if they backed into that number four spot, we'd be playing them in the semifinal. Well, no, sorry. We would probably only move up to like number three. So maybe we would play Notre Dame in the semifinals. So there's potential that the national championship would still be Georgia versus Alabama two years in a row, which they did, of course, with the Clemson-Alabama situation. But, uh, you know, I I think that there's definitely a chance. I mean, of course, you know, let's be hopeful. You know, we can be hopeful that we beat them. But I think there's definitely a chance that Alabama, if, if we do what we need to do and they kind of put a little bit more weight on the conference champions, then I think there's a chance that they might get they might get popped out of the college football playoff. Which would make me really happy. Oh yeah, especially mostly because we would beat them in that scenario. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. actually, almost entirely because of that reason. Actually, yeah, no, I'm with you. 
I mean, there, there's just so many ways this can bounce. And, I, I mean, by the time that we talk next week, this will this will all be settled and the rankings will be out. But, I mean, it could really go so many ways because then if we do lose, what what type of loss requires Alabama falling out of contention? I mean, like – and then also, too, if they – if we did beat them, do they fall to three? Do they fall to? Do we jump them? Like, because there's there might even still be a scenario that we don't even jump them. <laughs> like <laughs> that, right. this, it could be so weird that we don't even jump them. Uh, that like we they move to two and we move to three or something like that. So I mean, I, I don't know, man. This could just this could be wild. Um, and and at this point, there's very little that would that would surprise me. The only thing that would surprise me is that Ohio, if Ohio state got in, like that would be the, that's the one thing that surprises me. And I mean, obviously if, if we lose and Oklahoma loses, there's a good shot that they get in, but I still think that that's a lot to happen. I, I don't know. That's the one thing I, I that's one thing I, I just really don't to... want to happen uh, is Ohio state. Yeah. Get in. I, I think there's still a decent chance that they do. Uh, you know, like, yeah, if, if we lost and Oklahoma lost, which I, let's be honest, I mean, Oklahoma's still playing a pretty decent opponent. They're playing Texas. I think Northwestern's actually still a pretty good football team, but they're they're not a Texas, I don't think. Uh, I think they have a pretty good defense, but it's still the Big Ten. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Oklahoma and Texas would beat both of those teams. So, like, both the Big 12 teams – would be both the Big Ten. I don't know. Big Ten's always so overrated. All right. Well, you know, let's just let's just beat them. Let's 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 just get into Atlanta. I unfortunately, it's gonna be like semi a home game, except for all those Alabama fans bought all those spots in Mercedes Benz because they're like, oh, we go to the SEC championship every year. Might as well just go ahead and invest now. And I was just like, you suck. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, man, I just, uh, you got any final thoughts on them? Just give it our best shot, man. That's all we can do. Let's have some fun. Like I said, just, I want to have a good game. I want us to play well and just to, having the shot to be in this game again. Because to, I think we talked about at the beginning of the year, our goal was to get back to this game. I mean, that was the, mm-hmm. that was the, that was what we needed to happen. We made it happen. And I think that's what gets me excited and, uh, the opportunity for us to just play a, play a fun game so let's see what happens hey we got a fighter's chance baby i like it and especially since we have a the son of the the champ the, the new deal <laughs> our team hey yeah yeah i was gonna say the, the the new deal the real deal the new deal uh i love it i love it let's uh let's pop him in the mouth all right let's uh let's kind of get off the serious tone a little bit let's get into some picks we're gonna do a, qu- a quick review here chancy so first of all I had to catch everything up before we uh, before we got started here on the spreadsheet because you know how important that is to me. Uh, last week, Chancey, you went two and three. I went three and two. Uh, we both missed on the Michigan. Uh, we both hit on Alabama. They covered against Auburn. You whiffed on Clemson, and I hit on South Carolina. So there's a little shift there, barely say, on that, both that, sides. That, let's just make, it was a close. It was real close. I win. I don't care what you have to say. Mm. Uh, LSU covered the three-point spread by two points, or by point. Uh, and then uh, also Notre Dame, uh, you know, they let USC score. I don't know if you watched most. So, first of all, 
I don't know if you watched most of the Notre Dame-USC game or whatever, but they let them score with like a minute left that blew, blew our chances of covering the spread. Otherwise, we would have had an extra win. So right now as it stands, uh, Chancey, you are 24-29 and 29 on, this, on the year, and I am 27-26. and 26. So neither of them very good records. I do want to make a quick point. That LSU game and te- LSU versus Texas A&M game was I don't care how many points were scored. It was fun. I had a great time. <laughs> Did you watch a lot of that game? I, I didn't even know it was really happening till towards the end. Uh, but I watched the whole overtime. Were you like hammered? Yeah, yeah crazy. <laughs> uh, I watched the whole the whole overtime um, that hour and a half. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was fun, man. It was a fun game to watch. So, uh, what, what what do we have on the slate this week? What's this week looking like? On the slate this week, uh, we have we're we're just gonna do all the championship games, and uh, you know we'll try not to run you know some of the ones we will we'll talk about a little less than others, but uh, we'll exclude the SEC championship. We've talked about that one a little bit more uh, too much tonight. First on deck, we have two championship games on Friday night. Number one being the MAC. I don't know if you watched any MAC football, but they come on during the week, and I have seen a few games. Uh, because, you know, sometimes you get bored on a Tuesday night, and sure enough, there's football on the TV, so whatever. So we have Northern Illinois plays Buffalo. Buffalo's favored by three and a half points. Chancey, who you got there? <laughs> Go. <laughs> Go Buffs. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're the Buffalo the Buffalo Bulls. I was about to say they're the Buffalo Buffaloes, but that's not correct. Oh, hell uh, if I know. <laughs> So they've actually had a really good year this year, so I'm going to go with Buffalo as well uh, and uh, cover th- that three-and-a-half point spread. Uh, we have number 17 plays Washington. Uh, sorry, number 17 Utah <laughs> plays number 11 Washington in the Pac-12 championship game, which could not be more meaningless. Uh, there's two three-loss teams in this game, Chancey. Who you got there? It's a five-point spread favoring Washington. Uh, where is this game played? Do you know where it's played at? Hell if I know, dude. I okay, it's well, that's, like... it's whatever. It's whatever. Oh, is it? No, it's at Le- Levi Stadium. So, uh, is uh, that the Niners? The, the ni- 49ers. So, yeah, yeah Sam Fram. Uh, let's go with Huskies. Let's go with those guys. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm actually going to make the same pick. They beat him 21-7 earlier in the year. Um, I am going to go with the Huskies myself. First up on the Saturday games, we have the Big 12 Championship game. Number 14, Texas plays uh, number 5, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's favored by 8 points, Chancey. Who you got? Uh, 8 points. That's a lot. Uh, especially since they played so close. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the Sooners. I think they'll be able to put up some points. Um, uh yeah, I think they're gonna. I think Kyler Murray's gonna have a heck of a game. They're gonna. You mean the Big Twelve Championship? You think there's gonna be points scored? I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna put on up, up a lot of points. <laughs> uh, now I think I, I think I think they they're gonna go out there with with a, to try to make a point uh, and make a make a point that they should be in the playoff and Oklahoma's gonna come out just doing the thing that they do after watching that Oklahoma West Virginia game the other night. I think I told. I think when we were watching, I was just like, "Man, this is boring. Like, this is just not even fun to watch." This it's literally like two hand touch. I think Kirk Street called it two hand touch in like some analysis after the game. Uh, it was just incredibly accurate. Uh, but 
yeah, I think they'll I think they'll put up some points. I think Texas has kind of been uh, teetering here the last couple of weeks, and especially just I think they'll be able to do it. Let me tell you, earlier in the week, I would wholeheartedly agree with you, but I think have shifted throughout the week. If you look at Texas's schedule, they've played up to the opponents that are on par or better than them, and they've played down to their competition whenever they have not been, uh, you know, at the same talent level as them. Uh, you know, case in point, they barely beat Kansas by like a touchdown last weekend. So I, I, I'm going to go with Texas this weekend just because simply I think an eight-point spread is a little much. I think it's going to end up being like a three- or four-point ball, ball game, which is crazy. Uh, but I, actually, the biggest thing is I saw that Oklahoma defense last weekend, and I think Texas has a little bit more like that resembles a defense, so I'm going to go with Texas. Uh, so we got the, the Sun Belt Championship game. Between you, Louisiana Lafayette and Appalachian State. Appalachian State is favored by 16.5 points. I don't know. Diddly squat about, for the most part, either one of these teams, except for Appalachian State got beat by Georgia Southern in the in the uh, regular season. Chancey, give me your best pick on this one. App State, I guess. I mean, they usually play good <laughs> football, so I think I think they're going to rise to the occasion. <laughs> rise for the Sun Belt. Uh... Yeah, they're nine and two on the season. Uh, they've played really good defense throughout the year. Their only other loss was on the, in the first week. I'm sure you remember they only lost to Penn State by a touchdown. Right. So they're a pretty good football team. So I'm going to go with App State. Excuse me, myself. Uh, third on deck on the Saturday games. The uh, highly anticipated Conference USA Championship game. We have UAB versus Middle Tennessee. Uh, Middle Tennessee is, is favored by one and a half points. I'm personally going to go with Middle Tennessee simply because we we played them, and I think they beat the crap out of UAB early in the year. So, go ahead. Um, what was the other one? <laughs> Middle U- UAB <laughs> is UAB the res- UAB and Middle Tennessee. Did were you listening to a word I was saying? Really. Yeah, UAB and Middle Tennessee. <laughs> I heard I heard the conference name and I. I just immediately forgot. Yeah, probably. Uh, Mil- yeah, I'll go Middle Tennessee because, yeah, it's <laughs> what even is okay. this? <laughs> all right, it, it's it's fun, dude. We're, it's championship week. We're we're doing them all. I, I'm having fun. Uh, American Athletic <laughs> Championship game. Uh, this is uh this is the Memphis versus UCF number eight UCF. Uh, UCF is only favored by three. I think that's actually showing a lot on the fact that the McKenzie Milton. Uh, that's his first name, right, McKenzie? I, I don't thought know. it was. Uh, whatever, whatever his name is, the the quarterback that got hurt. Uh, all, you know, thoughts and prayers with him, but uh, they're a different team without him, I think. So anyway, UCF is favored by three points. You got your chance. Yeah, their quarterback's leg uh, exploded almost. Like it was, yeah. it was terrible. He had to be rushed to the hospital. Like it, he's he's uh he had like nerve like a nerve. Well, they were worried about they're worried about like arteries getting blocked by the by the dis like the dislocated joints and stuff so like they're worried about if they didn't do something quick they may have to amputate his leg so like that's the kind of stuff they were having to deal with there so but uh not to get sciency and everything uh but the uh i mean i think it'll be make a pig damn it <laughs> God bless. I'm, just, uh, I'm gonna go with uh i i think probably gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with ucf here why not uh, I think I'm gonna get, they'll they've probably got a really good quarterback behind that guy. <laughs> he probably plays will play some ball. I I don't know. Yeah, he he played he actually played pretty well last week. Uh, in fact, I think they outscored 
them by like th- the 20 points or something whenever he came in. So anyway, I'm going to go Memphis actually just simply because I think they're going to be fired up for the game. All right, so the Mountain West Championship game is actually two pretty good football teams. Uh, let me let me tell you, Fresno State is ranked. Both of these teams are ranked in the top twenty-five. Fresno State and Boise State, uh, number twenty-five versus number twenty-two. Boise State is is favored by two and a half. I believe this game is actually being played in Boise, and I think it's like a home field advantage for whoever's in the you know top record in the champion. I mean, in the conference. So anyway. Who do you got there, Chance? Boise State. Go, go, go blue team. Why do we have to pick the same teams every time? I'm going to go with Boise State, too. I think the home field advantage is going to be too much to uh, to overcome. Uh, ACC championship game, just as uh, meaningless as a lot of these other ones. Uh, number two, Clemson plays Pittsburgh. Uh, Clemson is favored by 27.5 points God. in their ch- conference championship game. What do you think there, Chess? <laughs> I mean, uh, last time I picked Clemson, it didn't work out. So, uh, but South Carolina is a little better than Pitt. Um, I'll, hell, I'll go. God, I'll go Clemson. Why not? It's it's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, go, <laughs> I, go was trying to, I, was, I was trying to justify it and be like, maybe it'll be closer, but it won't be. <laughs> no, I, I literally was like, you can't see it, uh, listeners, but uh, I was shaking my head at Patrick like. I'm not going to let you pick Pittsburgh in this situation. I don't care how many points it is. So, anyway, I'm going to go with Clemson as well. All right, the last one, uh, Big Ten Championship game. Northwestern is fighting to get their first Big Ten Championship since, like, 1995 or something like that. They're number 21 versus number 6, Ohio State. Ohio State's favored by 14 points at the moment. You know what? I'm going to pick Northwestern. Just cause, screw Ohio State. Go Wildcats. I don't know. Is that what they are? Yeah, There's something like that. There's some kind of cat involved. Yeah. But the generic, right? Yeah, classic cat team. Uh, I have a feeling that Northwestern's gonna have to fight again next year to get that <laughs> to get that spot. Uh, I think Ohio State's gonna be a similar team. Got to have their Urban's gonna have them ready to uh, to. Um, prove something and uh they'll probably uh probably allow domestic abuse in some situation so that's how ohio state goes (laughs) holy cow (laughs) so wait who are you picking ohio state (laughs) (laughs) okay anyway we went there uh anyway all right so uh i don't even know how to respond uh we're you know I think that this this weekend is probably some of the most dull championship games of the week. But then all that tells me is all eyes will be on CBS at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Uh, that's going to be by far the biggest matchup. It's going to be by far the biggest. It's going to sway the, you know, the, most, the most weight either one way or the other. Uh, we're gonna see we're gonna see a battle of two heavyweights, man. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, obviously. Earlier in the week, I mean earlier in the day, well, you know, Texas-Oklahoma will be a fun game, but I think everybody's going to be waiting for that 4 o'clock matchup. Uh, Chancey, what's your, uh, real quick, just so we're not going too far over our time, and we are already over, but this is a, this is a championship weekend. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Let's do this. Yeah. What's uh, what's your plans for the weekend, for the game? Head, heading north. Heading north. Leaving after work on Friday. Heading to the uh, to the big city, and uh, going to be in uh, going to be in Mercedes-Benz 
this this weekend. Pretty pretty pumped about it. Uh, last time last time I was there, it was this game last year. So <laughs> I did not go to the national championship game. Uh, so like I said, I was technically there for Falcons. Last time I was there for a Georgia game. Um, so excited. It's going to be fun. Uh, I don't really have any plans at this point, but I will be in Atlanta, and I'm pumped. Now that you say that, I like didn't really realize that the last time I was there was for the national championship game. Um, I'm pretty sure I've like scared some security guards with the way that I walked out of that stadium that night. Without, I mean, I literally was walking like bomb. Uh, I was about to go off. I was so. I mean, if literally somebody would have been like, "Hey, how was your night?" I would have said, "I hate you. Uh, you go to hell." <laughs> like the, uh, But I was obviously very, uh, very upset after that game. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'm going to be there as well, and I am uh, very, very blessed. Uh, our my father-in-law is going to take me and uh, Kat Anna and, um, and and I think her sister, and we're going to go and we're going to have a blast. Uh, I think we're doing, especially, apparently it's supposed to rain, so I think we're doing a little bit of, like, tailgating in the apartment and then, like, Ubering down and going to just drink in the stadium. So I know you're probably going to be tailgating, but whenever you're ready, just come inside and you and I can take some shots together because we're gonna sure as hell going to need it. Um, let me know. Let's actually do that. Uh, I'm not not even joking. We'll, I don't care what kind of – we can just drink some bourbon. Two thumbs way up from that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I'll, I'll be there. I'll be ready to go. I'll be like, I think the national championship game last year was like the most I ever drank for a game, uh, because I was so nervous. And I don't usually, I don't like to walk into a game and be like falling on myself. And I wasn't saying I was like that, but I'm gonna be pretty nervous this weekend. So let's let's get some shots. We'll be, we'll be nervous <laughs> together. We'll be nervous together. All right, man. Well, yeah. this uh, I think we've we've beat it with the dead horse, but I think. We have safely uh, established that. Did we beat it with a dead horse? Yes, we beat this dead horse with a dead horse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, that shows how late it is. And um, but I think we're both excited, and uh, we hope y'all are too. So uh, next time we uh, talk to y'all, some things will have happened. (laughs) (laughs) Go dogs! Go dogs! Go dogs! Dogs on top. See y'all.